Welcome to the InnerVoice.life podcast. InnerVoice.life, the voice of endurance sports. InnerVoice.life is a showcase of inspiring, moving, and authentic stories from the endurance sports world. We feature athletes who share their internal dialogue to give us a snapshot into their lives as athletes and most importantly, humans. I'm your host, Travis McKenzie. Thanks for joining us. Stay tuned for today's insight into the inner voice of the wonderful world of endurance sports. Cody Royal, welcome. Episode four of InnerVoice.life podcast. We're getting through and we'll be in double digits soon. How many more? One, two, uh, I think I've run out of fingers to see how many we get. Is it six, seven? I'm confused. Anyway, number four, we're here. <laughs> you can't throw math, math equations right from the start, mate. Uh, like we both of us shouldn't be talking about math. That's <laughs> it's not going to go to a good place if we start doing that. Yeah. Nah. When was the last time you used algebra? I couldn't even tell you what it is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to uh, my wife and I were talking the other night about me doing our daughter's homework or helping her with her homework. Should I say she's only 10 months, so we might have some time, but um, I might have to start reading up on, elementary school uh math and stuff <laughs> well geez well we we uh me and my fiance have been talking about whether we she grew up in france and speaks french natively so we've decided that we want to do that so i'll have to use my grade seven australian learnt french to raise my kids yeah no that'll go well for you <laughs> oh, can't wait parlez-vous francais <laughs> Just over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Well, uh, sorry for the segue or the uh, off-topic tangent there, but um, great to be back, mate. Great to chat uh, with you again. Big week last week, uh, Cam Dye, probably one of my favourite features. Um, and I keep saying it, but I think we're hitting the money with some of these uh, athletes um, and really – tapping in and getting to know the real athlete behind the athlete, um, which mm-hmm. hopefully is translating to the readers through the stories that we're sharing. Um, but Cam, what a beauty. Um, whiskey, football, owning a ranch, the whole bit. Uh, yeah, super exciting to share that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we were, we were talking off air about that and how I've just finished watching the ranch and it was funny to see him. That, that's his goal is he wants to own a ranch. Yeah. Um, not too dissimilar to your life goal as well, mate, but um, yeah. a little bit smaller what you're aiming for. But yeah, it was, it's just, uh, again, it's, I say this every week, but there's these little things about these athletes that you hear on inner voice that you just don't hear anywhere else. Um, it's, you know, it's not about winning. It's not about um, results or, you know, specific diets and things like that. It's, 
you know, what, what really makes this guy tick and, you know, for, for Cam, it's yeah, whiskey and loves his football and, you know, wants to be a rancher once he's all done. That that's so cool. Yeah. And I, I, I think the big thing to note there as well is it doesn't take away from his dedication as an athlete. So mm. trains just as hard as anyone else puts in the time, puts in the effort. Um, I loved the piece that he shared around, uh, having a routine and being and working best uh, when he's on that routine and basically having the same days uh, over and over and over for years on end now. Um, and I think that's the big thing that people forget is, you know, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. So the work that you do, you know, today um, and for the next number of months and years is only going to translate you know, particularly athletically uh, down the track. Um, but same can be said for, you know, for business and for other parts of life. It's that consistency that, and, uh, and um, patience that will benefit you in the end. Yeah, exactly. It, the, the parallel that I keep thinking of from the business perspective is guys like Gary Vaynerchuk are beating this down people's throat in the business world. You know, consistent, you know, Cam's quote is, it's consistency over time that makes you great. Having a great workout doesn't mean anything if you take a break or zone out. Putting in the work day after day, year after year, is where the gains are made. And if you if you switch in, you know, workout to hustle, mm. that's a Gary Vaynerchuk quote, and, and there's there's so much relevance to that. But the key message is that one good or bad workout doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things, and. Uh, it it really is that you got to show up to the same place, do the same workout, and be okay with that, and that's how you get ahead of everyone else. Yeah, and I think I think more importantly, to be honest, is on the reverse side, on the the side where you do have a bad day at the office, or you do have a bad workout, or it doesn't go your way. So many of the amateur athletes that you know I've been around over the years now and myself personally, like you, you beat yourself up over a, a bad workout. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that one workout, good or bad, is not going to make the difference in your race or your business pitch or whatever you're working towards. Um, so, I th- you know, I think it's easy to say, keep a lid on it and stay focused because one good workout isn't going to make the difference. But I think even more importantly for people at home to think about is like, one bad day doesn't make a lifetime. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what you end up learning is that you, you try to just fail better and have better bad workouts um, over time. Um, and I think, yeah, even the consistency with that, with learning how to not have good workouts and have weeks on end where you're not doing so well yeah. is, um, is what it's all about. Yeah. And one, one thing with that as well is I actually learned in my athletic career that if it was extraordinarily good or bad on a certain day, it was actually usually an indicator of something else. So whether, you know, if it's a bad day, is there extra external stress? Did you not sleep enough? Are you coming down with something? Are you overtrained or overtired? Um, and then on the other side, like if there was, if I had a day where it was like extraordinarily like above and beyond what I was used to, there was something else going on. Like sometimes I would find that I would get these massive gains in one day or one session a day before I get sick or 
something like that. So it was usually like an indicator of something's not quite right because superhuman on one day doesn't mean good in every instance. So it's like examining those for what they are, but also not over-examining them for what they are. It's like it's a building block to bigger, um, bigger things. Yeah, exactly. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny because I, I used to train with this guy, Bill Davron, who was uh, the coach of uh, triathlon Australia for quite a while and is now um, strength and conditioning coach in the AFL, which is the Australian football league back in Australia. Um, and I remember specifically, this was like 15 years ago, there was a workout where I was like, just absolutely crushing it. And he said to me, he's like, just check in, make sure like, you're not sick or coming down with something. And I was like, what are you talking about? I'm like 20 years old. Like I just had the work out of my lot. Right. And sure enough, like a day later or two days later, I came down with a cold or a flu. So like that, you know, and that stuck with me for the rest of my career. It was like um, kind of a bit like wary of when things are going super well. Um, like just kind of be aware and, and just uh, understand that, you know, there might be something else. Yeah. Side note. <laughs> yeah. See, for me, I chased that football around for most of my career. So it was always just, um, uh, it was always just a good or bad training session. There wasn't too much thought that went into it, but <laughs> yeah. it was just the, uh, the super competitiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, it interesting that, um, we're actually talk, obviously talking about more of that mindset and being aware of, I've, I've been working with a um, performance coach here in Vancouver. Um, his name's David Ogle. Um, and David's actually going to be on the podcast in a couple of weeks. And him and I were talking about that process and, um, talking about being more aware of things that are happening, um, in the world. But David and I have chatted extensively about, inner voice and how that fits and the insights that we take from it and the athletes. And, you know, some athletes really talk about how they uh, train and race from a position of anger or wanting to prove something Um, or instances like Cam, where he talks about training and racing for his family and the thought of the joy uh, that his family brings him. Um, And there's, you know, many, many ways that people approach that. Um, But the really cool thing is that Dave, um, comes from an, a neuroscience point of view. So like what are those thoughts and feelings um, doing to you uh, from a metaphysical perspective? Like how is that changing your chemistry in your body? Um, so we're going to have Dave on who will be able to share a little bit more and uh, more eloquently talk about that. But um, yeah, that, that kind of awareness piece just reminded me of, uh, of that and something we've been working on together. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be absolutely fascinating and something that we'll keep exploring throughout the year with the different elements of the sports that we're talking about. And, you know, we'll uh, you know track down some, some dietitians and some other areas as well, where we can talk about all the different diets and all the different, you know, elements of uh, racing equipment and everything and, and, you know, bundle them all together and hopefully that'll be really, really interesting for people and they'll get to learn about exactly what's going on in their bodies. Yeah. I think that's going to be really fun. And I, we've heard feedback from you guys. Um, you're looking to hear from some of the athletes and, you know, we're excited to be able to, to do that as well and bring some of the athletes 
that we feature onto the podcasts and bring some of our former uh, featured athletes and, and really give a behind the scenes look into that story and hear it firsthand uh, from the athletes. So we're excited to make that happen next week, um, which we'll, uh, we'll bring to you guys, which will be a lot of fun. Yeah, but uh, before we get to that, why don't you introduce this week's feature, Trav, because there was a little bit of flirting going on back and forth over emails when you're introducing um, uh, me to, to who was going to come on. So why don't you kind of walk us through how that all went? Yeah, geez, um, you're putting me on the spot here. Uh, so this week um, we're featuring uh, Lauren Phillips, who happens to be my wife. Um, so the flirting's okay. It's not <laughs> extramarital. Um, it's, it's an okay level of flirting. Um, I am super proud to be able to share Lauren's story. Obviously, seeing her day-to-day do her thing with um, her athletic life. Um, we've got a, a new baby. She's going to be 10 months old um, here pretty soon. So seeing her as a mom, um, as a wife, as a daughter, um, she's an incredible human and I know she has some inspiration that people can take um, from just being around her. But to be able to share her story um, will be really fun. And I know that you had a, you know, an emotional time pulling the story together, being so close uh, to, to me and to Lauren. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, it is. It's um, and the thing that I took out of it was, you know, we're close, as you said, that we're business partners and friends, and you know, our families hang out, and I've been to Lauren's family home in Maine, and and all that sort of stuff. But I, I learned so much about her through this process, and uh, really, what makes her tick, but also just um, athletically, some things that I found really interesting about her journey and how she got into um, certain elements of uh, running and, and um, where her interest came from, but also, you know, the, the reaction that I had, the emotional reaction I had, I had no idea that she was in the Boston bombings. And so to sit there and uh, edit something that someone very close to you is writing about, that is very vivid um and i said to her I, I've, I've never cried while editing something before but it, it had that that effect on me because uh, i could i could picture everything that was going on that she was describing and um very very harrowing experience obviously but um uh, the one thing that, that i love about lauren she's got a great head on her shoulders and the way she explains it is um really really interesting yeah yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was definitely emotional for me too. Like, um, you know, I didn't know Lauren at that time. Um, we met after that, but, um, you know, I've talked to her about it before and we've watched the movie Patriots stay together and, you know, kind of seeing how that affected her and, um, for her to share that with the world is, is big. And, um, there was things in there that I, I actually didn't know about her, um, which was kind of cool to, to see that. Um, and it wasn't, you know, through any lack of uh, not knowing my wife by any means, but more so like the things that um, happen in your life, you don't always share until you're given the opportunity to share. So, you know, this opportunity where she could share some of that insight into 
particularly how she got into running and um, how that's played a massive part in her life was um, was really cool to read and uh, and to be able to share that uh, will be fun as well. Yeah, absolutely. the The thing that I really liked about um, uh, her story was when she talks about how she identifies herself, um, which was really interesting. Because I'm not sure that's come up before in any of the other stories, but. Um, you know, growing up as a soccer player and how that was her identity and she was really proud of being a soccer player and and hung on to that even after she was done playing soccer. Um, and that it's really, uh, it's really interesting for me personally because I've been through a similar journey of, you know, I've always identified myself as X sports mm. person, um, you know, Aussie rules player or coach or whatever it is. Um, and it's kind of that... Yeah, I haven't heard it described like that. It was it was really um, yeah, really interesting. I saw a lot of myself in that area of where she's talking about, you know, becoming a runner and, and things like that. Uh, yeah. Very very cool. Yeah, um, and maybe people are wondering why it took so long for us to share her story. But um, <laughs> I I was always kind of like, oh you know, I don't want to share a story. I don't want to provide favoritism or I don't want to like seem like we're, um, you know, providing an avenue for her that's unjust, not that it was unjust before, but um, she, as I mentioned, we had our daughter and when our daughter was um, just over six months old, Lauren went and ran um, the California International Marathon and she ran a 306, um, you know, crushed it did it with a smile um, and we were driving back to San Francisco after the race and I was like, you know what, babe, I'm super proud of you. Uh, I, I want to share your story on Inner Voice. And she was like, about time. <laughs> uh, so we're finally getting it done and the photos uh, from this one are amazing as well. Uh, we worked with Matt Clark, um, our friend at Sterling Ray Photo, who got some photos with Lauren in uh, Arizona and, uh, and then in Boulder, Colorado on a recent trip that we took uh, late last year. So uh, the photos kind of match the story beautifully uh, and it's, yeah, it's a good one to bring together. So I'm excited for that. Um, as always, everyone, please feel free to provide feedback. Let us know how we're doing, what you love, what you hate. Um, you can reach us at stories at innervoice.life uh, online as well on our personal Instagram. Um, I'm at Trav McKenzie. Cody's at Cody Royal. Um, you can reach us there. Uh, check out our work. Subscribe to innervoice.life. We look forward to bringing many, many more podcasts, many, many more features your way. Cody, pleasure as always. Thanks, mate. Looking forward to this one. Yep. And we'll, uh, we'll chat to you all again next week. See you next week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We really love the opportunity to bring you the most inspiring stories from the world of endurance sports. 
please make sure you don't miss a feature. Head to innervoice.life and subscribe. Also, stay tuned to this podcast as we bring you more great content and special guests over the coming weeks and months. Subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and make sure you share with your friends and loved ones. We look forward to sharing more inspiration from innervoice.life, the voice of endurance sports. Thank you.